In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. A warm welcome to morning celebration of Mass here at St Bride's Church in Campus Lang. This is the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Michael Mullen. The welcome, of course, to the church today is brothers and sister and their families, uh, all relatives who are here, and of course all family friends as well. We are in the very fortunate position of allowing everyone that wanted to be here in the church today to be able to be here because of the restrictions themselves having been eased. It's uh, very difficult, isn't it, uh, for this family that are here today. Uh, Michael became so unwell over the last few months and the gravity of that illness became apparent to everyone. Michael was fighting for his life over these weeks and months. Today then at the Mass we have come to say farewell to Michael. All who have known Michael are very thankful for his good and kindly ways. He was much loved by all and will certainly be greatly missed by all as well. He was the oldest among his brothers and sister uh, and will be greatly missed uh, by them and by all his relatives and by all his friends. To prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, we first call to mind our sins. For Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord of mercy. Lord Jesus, your word of God made flesh and splendor of the Father, Christ of mercy. Lord Jesus, you're the way, the truth, and the life, Lord have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. O God, in whose presence the dead are alive, and in whom your saints rejoice full of happiness, grant our supplication that your servant, Michael, for whom the fleeting light of this world shines no more, may enjoy the comfort of your light for all eternity. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Please be seated. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. Their leaving us like annihilation. But they are in peace. If they experienced punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction, great will their blessings be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out. As sparks run through the stubble, 
so will they. They shall judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love. For grace and mercy await those he has chosen. The word of the Lord. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. We know that when the tent that we live in on earth is folded up, there is a house built by God for us, an everlasting home, not made by human hands, 
in the heavens. We are always full of confidence then when we remember that to live in the body means to be exiled from the Lord, going as we do by faith and not by sight. We are full of confidence, I say, and actually want to be exiled from the body and make our home with the Lord. Whether we are living in the body or exiled from it, we are intent on pleasing him. For all the truth about us will be brought out in the law court of Christ. And each of us will get what he deserves for the things he did in the body, good or bad. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my Father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you. And after I have gone and prepared your place, I shall return to take you with me so that where I am you may be too, and you know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. Please sit down. It's only a short space of time since we were all here for the funeral of Nancy Mullen. We're here once again for this funeral of her firstborn, Michael. Rightly, it will be a very moving occasion for the family to think that only a few short weeks separate their deaths. We now find ourselves here once again in the church for this funeral of a much-loved member of the family. I'm sure it's very painful for all the family to think that these two deaths are so close to one another. But maybe in another sense, it seems as if God's hand is in it somewhere. He was, of course, the son that never left the family home, never married, stayed with his parents. And as things were to turn out, these few weeks meant that he was only a short space of time to be separated 
from his beloved mum. Today we are consoled at the thought of them reunited in heaven and at peace after this short space of time. He is now far away from all of the pain and the discomfort of the illness. He has reached that place that we all travel towards in our own life. He's at peace with all of those who have gone before him. We've come to this church then as a family, but also as friends, uh, to say our farewells to Michael, a man whom people thought a lot of, a kindly man, a friendly man, a family man, and a man much loved by everyone. The readings at Mass make us lift up our eyes then from present sorrows to greater horizons. They point us to our faith and things beyond the confines of this life, to that place that is beyond and to where all roads lead. The Gospel today speaks of it being like a father's home in which there are very many rooms. That is a comforting image when we think of it, that house, large and generous and comfortable and warm. And at that place, we are told in the reading, there are rooms aplenty, more than enough space for all. For this is a place where God himself wants us to be with him, where he is, a place of safety and security, his home where he rests and abides. That is the place that we believe that he gathers all in, all souls, the just and likewise, and he gathers them to himself, calls them home, and of course looks after them. There is never a moment, we believe, in which God has failed to love us. Is it any doubt that he would want to love us then for all eternity? Is there any doubt that he would never cut us off from himself? All of us, we believe, are united with him at the end of our life. And all that we hear in the Bible, of course, is of the generous love that God has, of his infinite love, and the love that draws all roads to lead to him, always that point to his door, to his table, to the place where he is. And we believe that that door itself will swing open for us, the table will be set, and our place is assured. We're not afraid then for Michael, for we can only think of him now with family and friends at peace, reunited in heaven. He has reached the destination that his road led him towards. A few words then about Michael's life. He was born on the 30th of November, 1949. He was the firstborn of the family of Nancy and Hugh Mullen. He was brought up in Park Street and in Cathkin and lived at Eastfield Avenue. In his early days, he attended St. Columns Kill School. And in his early days, uh, his work he was a painter and decorator, then went on to work at a pottery firm in Cambus Lang, and he finished his working life at St George's Studio in Glasgow in security work. He made many friends there and was very well liked. He never married in his life, but preferred to stay, of course, with his mum and dad. 
Does the family say that he was not very keen to fly from the nest because there was always the steak and mushrooms that he had for his breakfast? He was far too comfortable. He would spend holidays in Portugal and had lots of uh, friends that he made there. He liked the sun, the friendliness of the place and the many friends that he made as well. He had, as you will know, the family will know, a great love for his football team, that certain east end of Glasgow team uh, that he followed all through his life and he loved above all to see them win. He even had shares in the team, uh, which he valued greatly. You will remember, if you were here at the funeral of his mum, that there were two lovely horses pulling the carriage. All his life, uh, Michael loved horses. Not so much the ones that pull uh, funeral carriages, but the ones that were of the racing kind. I think that he was very knowledgeable about horses, liked to put on a bet very frequently, and was very, very happy when he won. He even, I believe, uh, owned uh, two horses, one good and one not so good. Um, yeah, I think uh, one of them was called Cupboard Love, and the other was called Zoran. Uh, Zoran sounds a wee bit like Zorro, uh, which gives you the impression of something uh, fast and something uh, to be feared. This horse was not to be feared. Uh, it never really came in uh, in the reckoning. He was a lucky person in his life, and believe it or not, he won the Littlewoods Pools uh, on one occasion with his brother, only to be disappointed when the return that week was not so good. Michael himself was a kindly person, friendly and open, liked company and was a great person in the family. He will, as I said, be much missed now, but also in times to come too. As, in the, as being the eldest in the family, there is great sorrow at his loss. There is always, and there will always be that feeling that something and someone is missing from family life. We have uh, our faith to guide us through the darkness of these days, a light that shines for us to console us and to give us strength to go on. Today we are so thankful for all his life and everything that is meant to his family and to his friends, to the happiness that he shared with others, for the life that he shared, for the grace of being a member of this family. May Michael rest in peace after his life and may God reward him for kindnesses and generosity and may he know the rest and peace after the journey through life. May God bless Michael today and always.
pray now, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice endures may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Please stand. May the offering of this sacrifice be pleasing to you, Lord, so that the soul of your servant, finding through your mercy the pardon he sought for all his sins, may exult forever with all your saints and praise your glory for all eternity. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Amen. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, for even though by our own fault we perish, yet by your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we are redeemed through Christ's great victory and with him called back into life. And so with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth, and before you, without end, we acclaim. Holy, 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 O Lord God of hosts, heaven and the earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. Please be seated. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them, like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed, and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. And remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, Michael, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who is united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, our spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him. O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. We invite you please to stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. to invite you to come forward for our Holy Communion but uh, maybe if you wouldn't like to receive Communion but maybe would just like to receive a blessing then just uh, to put your hand on your breast here I'll give you a blessing as you come up uh, to the front of the church uh, so uh, just ask you maybe if you can try and keep a kind of a gap between yourself and that other person uh, that's uh, in front of you uh, so that there's kind of some kind of space if you like uh, given the restrictions um, so all those that would like to receive communion, uh, please come forward.
ask you please to stand. As we receive these heavenly gifts, we give you thanks, O Lord, and humbly pray that the soul of your servant, freed through your son's passion from the bonds of sin, may come happily into your presence. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. 